Welcome to the Field Trip Podcast. As always, my name is Brent Terhune. The topic at hand today is comedians that went too far. And our, our guest, our co-host for this episode, you've heard him on several other Field Trip episodes, so go back and listen to him in the archives, Mr. Gavin Eddings. Hello, I'm glad you brought me on because I'm a comedian who never goes too far. I'm usually a pretty, I'm usually a pretty fun time. People go, you know what? He was pleasant. We enjoyed that. I've gotten a lot of you do like before we turn the mics on. We were talking about doing corporate gigs, and yeah. like you're just performing like a Catholic charity, and then afterwards <laughs> they're like, "Man, you could you sh- you were funny, but you you could have swore a lot more." And you're just like, <laughs> "Well, not, that's not what the lady who hands me my check said." So <laughs> I'm going to listen to her. I, I did a corporate gig one time for like some firefighters in like some rural part of Indiana. And they're like, you know, you should have said the N word. I was like, I absolutely should not have said the N word. There is, there is in no, there is no way I'm going to say that unless DMX asks me to say it. If DMX asks me to say it, then I'll be like, okay. Okay. Who, who in, in their mind of comedies, like, you know, it goes banana peel, uh, <laughs> poop, N word, like, <laughs> It's My like, we, God. It's like this firefighter chip, this firefighter fundraiser really wanted to hear me just let loose. Yeah. On on what? About who? Like, <laughs> They're like, we're all white here. It's okay. No, yeah. it's not. No. Like I, I and I'm also actually offended that you thought it was okay because I'm also white. That, <laughs> oh, it's so that's good. like 50% of exchanges after shows before before people kind of were aware of my comedy, you just, people be like, Hey man, can I tell you a joke? And now then my response was, is it racist? And then <laughs> they'd be like, well, yeah, no, like, don't say it. I don't need to hear this. <laughs> uh, you know what? You, you should talk about my brother-in-law. You should hang out with him. You, you get 45 minutes of hanging out with him. No, I wouldn't. I probably would not enjoy any of it uh no. please don't bring him here he is here and please don't bring him over i'm not yeah. hanging out with him no i don't want to i don't want to talk to you what makes you want to think i want to talk to the rest of you people <laughs> and i do mean you people my favorite one was i did a show here in evansville and i do local radio mm-hmm. and this guy before the show was talking to me and madelano martin another bloomington comic and he's like man <clears throat> he's like man you know what i thought about doing this joke about like uh this girl's anal about doing anal and i was like that's not good uh and then so then i go and i do my set i do very well and he's like he comes he's like yeah you were pretty funny i don't listen to shitty music so i don't listen to you on the radio ever but i really liked your jokes about cat poop i was like (laughs) i was like thank you i think you insulted my career and then said you liked my jokes about cat poop. So, yeah. so, so thanks guy. Also just all the music that you guys play on the station is shitty. Not just, not that. just one song. Like, I don't listen to any shitty music. Like, yeah. okay, thank you. You cool. know what was shitty when you were trying to run bits by me, you drunk asshole. Yeah. And then he also chose to like a literal shitty joke about cat poop. <laughs> it's a good, well-written joke. It's a good one. I'm going to give, <laughs> he has good taste. So I, but yeah. Uh, if you ever want to talk, talk talk to comedians after a comedy show, maybe don't. Uh, just yeah. unless you're gonna buy something. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have merch, so unless you're gonna give me money for nothing, I, I've had uh, I've seen comedians not even pass around a tip jar. It was literally a Kroger bag, plastic bag. <laughs> hey, this is for tips. If <laughs> just like that's a Kroger bag, dude. Like 
there was Come one on. show there there was one show where they they wrote all of our venmos on the on like the glass door but mm-hmm. never once referenced it so it's like why I, why is my venmo on this door <laughs> if we're not going to talk about it by the way what is your venmo gavin uh, I think it's Gavin.Eddings at Venmo. So well, let's let's see if we can uh, make you get some cash. If I get you got to play shitty music all day. If I get one dollar from this <laughs> podcast appearance, it's gonna be a success. Send one dollar to Gavin Eddings, G A V I N E D D I N G S on Venmo, and I will feel like a success. Yeah, and if you don't, you're stealing from this show. This is good content. That cast for mattress money is not rolling in yet. <laughs> no, I, I actually need the uh, the contract to come rolling in first and the <laughs> offer to promote them. Uh, but Gavin, you were on other previous episodes too. So if you do like uh, this episode and Gavin, go check out other ones, including uh, our, I think we've done two of them. Um, I think we've done uh, like I think we've done three of them. We did well. We 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 did two episodes of Cribs. That yeah, that's what I was talking about yeah. before you rudely interrupted. You're me. right. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> and then what I'm was going the third too one? far? I'm going too far, Brent. <laughs> You're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't remember what the third one was, and it's my show. I should know. But well, uh, we did. Uh, I think we did something horror. We did one that was like horror movie related. And I think we did some for Christmas movies too with Tony we, Foxworthy. We did the Toy Hall of Fame. Yes, that, that that was at the Toy Hall of Fame. I think we did Chris movies too with Tony Foxworthy and Vinny Lanford. Yeah, I think that was that was Vinny. But anyway, there are plenty of episodes with Gavin all on over them. this bitch, all over uh, this. At this point, you should just be uh, an official co-host. Please do. I have nothing else going on in my life. Okay, it's official. <laughs> uh, so the, our topic is comedians that went too far, and usually when you when you hear oh he went too far as a comedian, I'm like, did he really? Because, you know, certain people tend to get offended at dumb things. But I've chosen certain ones where sometimes they weren't even like an attempt at humor. It, it was, was just, just somebody being racist or being the most awful. Yeah. And again, part of that, there's a there's there's a fine line and also not a fine line between saying something shocking as in a, a racist slur. Which are like <laughs> There was clearly an attempt at comedy, but... It, the comedy didn't match the level of it being offensive, you know? Yeah. Like if you're going to choose, if you're going to use certain words, the joke has to be 50 times funnier than the word that you're actually going to use. Yes. And most people don't know this equation and they say the offensive thing and their joke is 1000 times not as funny. And they yeah. just want to shock people at, at the Applebee's open mic. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, who doesn't love a good Applebee's open mic? You, you get to go up, you get to tell rape jokes and ruin somebody's dinner. Yeah, with riblets. <laughs> uh, well, let's start on the first one. Uh, Mr. Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, he's known for a lot of stuff. He's the voice of that parrot from that movie. Of course, <laughs> who could forget? Uh, Aladdin. I don't remember the parrot's name. but uh, Iago. Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> One of the most enduring roles was the Aflac Duck, a mascot for an insurance company who would squawk the name in the ads. I don't know why I have to explain that to you guys. (laughs) Thank you for explaining this duck. But that all changed in 2011 uh, after a tsunami in Japan when uh, Gilbert Godfrey tweeted out several jokes about it. Unsurprisingly, many thought it was too soon. Uh, And I've actually, here's a few of the jokes uh, that I'll read because well, we can discuss them later, but he says, Japan called me. They said, maybe those jokes are a hit in the U.S., but over here, they're sinking. 
Oh, yeah. got him. And he said, I was talking to my Japanese real estate agent. You know how you start all sentences with, I was talking to my Japanese real <laughs> just estate a really, agent. Just a really relatable subject matter. <laughs> I said, is there a school in the area? She said, not now, but just wait. Okay, so. <laughs> these are terrible. Yeah, the, these jokes, like, it'd be one, like, if you, somebody like Anthony Jeselnik will do a joke and it's, it's funny, but it's also super offensive. Yes. These jokes are kind of, and I think there were more, but I found those too. So he tweets these out. The biggest problem with these jokes, uh, maybe not be that they're, they're not tasteful, but it, uh, it was because of the business. Affleck does 75% of its business in Japan. <laughs> and uh, the, ch- the jokes uh, turned Godfrey in a, into a toxic asset. And uh, he was fired promptly from the gig and they tried to, audition people and they just ended up going with a a sound alike so somebody got a job sounding like gilbert godfrey because gilbert godfrey did what gilbert godfrey does <laughs> i just want the gilbert god godfrey impersonator to also get fired so now we can have an impersonator 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 and so we <laughs> until it's just somebody who's doing their normal voice i want to see how far this russian doll of impersonation can go <laughs> yeah it was uh and it's it's one word. It's like this was the sweetest gig in the world. You say Half-lack. the you say the word in your normal ass voice, and yeah. you get paid millions of dollars. <laughs> and it, like that's also what what a distinct voice Gilbert has is because it was literally one word, and people would be like, "That's Gilbert Godfrey." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I I worked with him after this happened. Uh, nice guy. But like he opened all his shows with, uh, is anybody, I don't, it was this form of joke. I don't remember what ex, what exactly he said, but it was anybody heard any good tsunami jokes lately? Something like that, acknowledging yeah. that he had messed up mm-hmm. and, uh, you know. Lost uh, all that sweet Affleck insurance money. Man, like that's, that's like, you're probably not, you're not, I definitely, you're not getting paid as much as flow. <laughs> Flow is like the kingpin of, of commercial spokespeople. Yeah, she's doing the Eddie Murphy play every character in the commercial. <laughs> There's like eight new uh, guy, whatever progressive commercials out a day. Like, <laughs> so I don't think he was making that much money, but also all you had to do was Af- say Affleck. And it's not like you had to relearn your lines. Every commercial is the same <laughs> word. I mean, technically he, he could record the line one time and then get paid every time they use it in a commercial. Yeah. Like it reminds me of the the Simpsons episode with Poochie and Homer's <laughs> talking to the voice actor and she was like, uh, I was the roadrunner and she's like, me. And then they would just replay the meat, meat part. She only <laughs> got paid for one meat. <laughs> I love that Poochie episode. Uh, also, this, this is before the tsunami one. Another one, surprisingly, with Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, this is three weeks after 9-11. I remember this. Was this when, when he was on a roast? Yeah, the roast of Hugh Hefner. Uh, he said, I, I have to catch a flight. I can't get a direct flight. They said they have to stop at the Empire State Building first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is three weeks after the biggest tragedy in this country. That is, it, it, is it tasteless? Yes. Yeah. Is it also really, really funny? <laughs> yes. That actually yeah. that meets the criteria of being more funny than it is offensive because it's just a well crafted joke. Yeah. 
And I actually, I read here that the, he actually got the Affleck gig because of that joke. That's not true, <laughs> but wouldn't that be messed up if it was? <laughs> they do all their, they do all of their business in Japan, and they hate America. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you go where the money's at, and for them, it was Japan. Uh, so that's two of the Gilbert Godfrey ones. We had Roseanne Barr. So do you know which one I'm going to, I think everybody knows this one, right? I remember this from a few, I can't remember. It's been so long. There's been so much offensive stuff in between, but this was in about 2018, wasn't it? When she got fired from Roseanne? Yeah. May of 2018. Because she was volume tweeting? Uh, it was, uh, Ambien. Ambien. Okay. She, she tweeted a racist remark directed at former Barack Obama advisor, Valerie Jarrett, ABC responded by promptly canceling Roseanne, the show that just had been rebooted and was has a lot of cast members. It was doing like really well too. People loved it. Yeah, it was and a all, good show. Like I all, watched it. Like all she all she had to do was like go to bed. Like, yeah, like, like go to bed. Let the ambient do its thing. Go to sleep. This is two two examples. I'm sure there are way more of people that could have just said nothing. <laughs> and had their jobs like that's always an option you don't have to say anything and yeah. especially like you don't have to tweet it you don't have to put it in writing where people can screenshot it forever yeah so uh essentially uh this it was the show was rebooted but it was called the connors and she was killed off screen due to opiates i think is what it was <laughs> that's what i love i love that not only did they kill her but also she overdosed yeah she was a uh, i think i don't remember what I think it was because she was in pain or something. And one of the neighbors sold her some drugs. <laughs> so of course, Dan was not happy about that. <laughs> I just, I love that they, they couldn't give her like a nice death of like going, they're like, nah, she was a druggie. Yeah. She, she was buying opiates from her neighbors. I do wish they would have given her the poochie from the Simpsons episode. Of- <laughs> I've got to go back to my home planet. <laughs> I have, I, I got to go back to my home planet. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Um, so she said uh, the racist remark was due to uh, the Ambien she was on, and the parent company that owns Ambien said uh, racism is not known uh, as not a known side effect of <laughs> our medications. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, do you think all those people that came up to you after shows, Gavin, were on Ambien? I think they were on opiates. Probably that. <laughs> that, that was probably a well more. When when a pharmaceutical has to come out and say racism is not a side effect, yeah. that's just my that's the best when you have to say your drug does not cause you to tweet racism. Man, I'm drowsy as shit right now, but you could have you should have said more homophobic things. <laughs> you know what? I want to take. I'm 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 sorry. I said that about the Jews. I, I took some Dayquil. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I I just couldn't. I just went to the bank and I said, you know what? I bet a Jew this place and it's it's, it's the day quill i'm, I'm got, so sorry yeah it was the uh generic uh claritin that i was on that's that's what gets me is the and it's the Wal, uh, walgreens wall walletin is the brand <laughs> that's what it's called because i get it all the time so but it's just like you're blaming it like that the drug has never had like known i don't know any drug to make you race it maybe meth but like there's not a drug that the side effect is like you being racist or homophobic or just sexist, you know, like that doesn't happen. It's, it's like, do if you take this, do not operate heavy machinery or go to a rap concert. Like <laughs> you, you can't do either one. Yeah. It, I guess it, maybe it's like alcohol and then it just heightens your already held <laughs> beliefs. 
<laughs> it awakens the racism inside of you. Awaken the racist monster <laughs> energy. Don't tell them that they'll use it. Uh, okay, let's go to another one. Uh, Kathy Griffin. <clears throat> and this one uh, was not like her like tweeting. Well, it, she did tweet this, but uh, May 30th, 2017, Griffin posted a video of her uh, holding a, quote, mask styled to look like the severed bloody head of U.S. President Donald Trump. This was not too far, not too long ago. Yeah, this was like not even a joke. It was just like a weird political statement yeah. by Kathy Griffin. Yeah. So it was posted her Instagram and Twitter. She wrote a caption. There was blood coming out of his eyes, blood coming out of his whatever, which was a reference to a comic uh, comment Trump made to Megyn Kelly. So, I mean, it's kind of, it's a, I don't know. I, I don't know what it was like. She's just commenting on his comment, but it's also, you're holding the severed head of another human being. And it just so happens to be the president that people, certain groups tend to notice when you threaten the life of the president. And this a certain group may not also like women to begin with, and they certainly don't yeah. like libs. So yeah. when you're a female lib holding up the chief's head, yeah. they're not going to like it. I guess for for me, like I just didn't. I just thought it was kind of stupid. Like I I have no love for Donald Trump, but I was like, what is this? What? Why yeah. is Kathy Griffin trying to be D Mel Gibson in Braveheart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was just very like you know to me that's that's it's not saying go kill this dude. But it's it's not saying don't kill him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not saying it's not saying bring me the head of Donald Trump. <laughs> but it's also not conveying don't bring yeah. me the head. I don't know what gave you the idea that you should cut off the head of the president. <laughs> I don't know where people got that crazy idea. And bring it to the star of the D-list house. Yeah. But you got to. Uh, so in May 2017, Griffin was dropped by Squatty Potty. <laughs> Uh, CNN fired her from uh, the New Year's Eve broadcast and Anderson Cooper said for the record, I am appalled by the photo shoot Kathy Griffin took part in is clearly disgusting, completely inappropriate. Uh, during an interview uh, on an Australian TV show, Griffin talked about the photo saying, stop acting like my little picture is more important than talking about the actual atrocities that the president of the United States is committing. Again, I agree with that. But it's also, you know. But also, you lost your squatty potty money. <laughs> it's not worth it. No. It's not like, worth it. That I was mean, your I, Aflac. I know that change sometimes requires sacrifice, but this did nothing except lose you squatty potty and a nice gig on CNN. She had to hang out with Anderson Cooper on New Year's Eve. Yeah. And she gave that up for holding a severed head like a Rob Zombie movie. Well, she she apologized, and then in 2017, in an interview, she said, I take that apology back, by the way. I take it back big time. She said she received a lot of bad advice at the time. Do you think one of those was take a picture of the severed head of the <laughs> No, it's, it, it's the second apology. When yeah, she's yeah. like, you can't take back an apology. I, I that <laughs> It's just like you can't apologize and be like, no, nah, take it back. No. Nope. Uh, October 28th, she released a video on YouTube called Kathy Griffin, a hell, a hell of a story, 
which is about the backlash she received from the Trump uh, photo controversy. It was the basis for her a hell of a story concert film. She said she was under federal investigation by the Justice Department for two months and is added to the no-fly list, which is not to be confused with your two-fly list, Gavin. <laughs> Uh, she was also <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, added to list by uh, Interpol and the Five Eyes, which are other like I had to look those up. Those are like those uh, FBI groups for other countries. Essentially, I was thinking that was, that was the <laughs> that was the group that hangs out at the Continental in John Wick. Yes, yeah. all the groups in the John Wick Hotel. <laughs> and uh, you have to pay one uh, gold coin, which <laughs> uh, you know you could buy a whole building with a gold coin or a drink it, there's no like <laughs> or you could buy the head of kathy griffin yeah. i'll put one coin bounty out on kathy griffin i have two gold coin bounty she's like <laughs> mario <laughs> uh, november 4th 2020 which was her birthday in the day after the election uh she posted that photo again so she really took that back <laughs> she i imagine her going to, to the photo album shelf and like just like blowing the, the dust off be like now is the time to show this one off again <laughs> this is this is my throwback thursday <laughs> on a wednesday because it was the day after election but no oh, good times just uh yeah and again i guess it's a i was saying like comedian gone too far and then you pull up all kinds of lists of comedians that are known for just saying shocking things but like I don't know. I, I guess that falls into that criteria. And this one, this next one was the one that you suggested. Yes. I am so happy we're talking about this. Well, it was, uh, we all know Kramer or AKA Michael Richards from Seinfeld. Uh, love Michael, love Michael Richards, love Kramer. I love Kramer. Uh, <laughs> like I love so Michael Richards. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a Kramer fan. I thought he, it was buffoonery. I'm a Michael Richards fan. <laughs> Uh, I watched this video last night because it's still on YouTube. And uh, can we, hey, can we play that audio? <laughs> Jamie, pull that up. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, it's very offensive. Okay. Okay. I've gotten canceled for my own podcast. Uh, <laughs> performance, uh, November 17th, 2006, at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood launched into a racist rant in response to reported heckling and interruptions from a small group of black audience members. Richards was recorded shouting uh, things. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. <laughs> uh, go Wikipedia. Look at you trying to trick me. He he basically said there's some n words over there. Look and just kept saying the n word over and over and over yeah. again. And it was just. It is the first time I ever saw the Laugh Factory set. It is forever just emblazoned in my mind when I see the Laugh Factory logo, that iconic hollowed stage where tons of comedians been on. The first thing I think of that's where uh, Michael <laughs> Michael Richards Richards. Those black people some <laughs> racial slurs. <laughs> I do the uh, Dave Chappelle had a joke about that yeah. meltdown, and he was like, "I can tell I'm more comedian than black because my first response was, oh, I just had a bad set.'" <laughs> uh, and it was it was just me watching it alone uh, in my house, just very uncomfortable. And like he does it in like a Shakespearean, like he delivers it in like a like a speech, and. It's just it was very odd and people are like getting up to leave uh it, and then like he's getting heckled and they're like you better watch out and he's like oh yeah big words i'm like no michael you might want to watch out you're <laughs> <asking>. <laughs> this is la yeah yeah i just really like that 
my favorite of this was he he apologized a few days later. I can't remember which show he went on. It was uh, Letterman. It was Letterman. And he's just like, he looks like Homer Simpson after like drinking too much. Like he's like, <laughs> I'm really sorry for what I said. I was trying to be shocking and try to shock. It did not go how I wanted it to. No. And it was also, it was very weird to see him, Kramer, without the hair that goes up six inches he was like normal michael richards hair and it threw me out because i'm just used to michael richard or kramer hair i just remember very distinctly people yelling heckles like you ain't done shit since seinfeld and it's like that cut so much deeper than you think like you you had seinfeld you ain't done shit since then and you know he's gonna be like yeah they're right Uh, on stage he was like yeah you got me there (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right here's the n-word but the the show was on uh, nine years do you have to do anything post seinfeld i mean the the syndication alone there's still if you drive through chicago there are billboards maybe not like this year but i've seen in the past few years for seinfeld on whatever local station it is when it's on hulu and on dvd they're like watch (laughs) watch it with commercials don't you want to do that (laughs) you want to watch it like the old time on me tv yeah you want it with commercials we'll also play some old ads from 1994 (laughs) uh in that apology said for me to be at a comedy club to uh flip out say this crap i'm deeply i'm surprised you use the word crap uh <laughs> deeply deeply sorry i'm not a racist that which again anytime anybody says they're not a racist it's so hard for anybody to believe you because you're like no i'm not a racist i'm really not just it's like if a, if a woman back in the day was like i'm not a witch you're like that's exactly <laughs> what a witch would say i'm not a racist but what about the video i'm not a racist yeah. but why'd you say those things i don't know she's uh, a witch she's a yeah. racist burn the racist <laughs> um also uh, the other thing that struck me about that video was the the low video quality this was back in 2006 2006 where i was like man we've come a long way with video because i assume it was on somebody's phone he'd be like 8k racism right there it'd be like the most beautiful shot video be like (laughs) did did ang lee shoot this with that back with this the backdrop of the laugh factory (laughs) beautiful Uh, it's just oh my god it won a cinematography award uh, he said he said he was uh, trying to diffuse the heckling by be even being even more outrageous and it backfired clearly yeah it did Man, not I don't know well. how the n-words ever helped <laughs> just general racism in a crowd of people I don't know what how that's they, ever helped how were like okay I get his mindset a little bit like just trying to be more outrageous you have the microphone so you have the power so just saying things to shut down hecklers racism not a great one yeah. <laughs> but i see as a comedian what he was trying to do but i don't know what he expected the outcome to be mm-hmm. like he says the n-word like oh shit he said it like <laughs> oh he he went there oh yeah. shit let's see what kramer has to say now yeah. oh shit what's he gonna say now okay cool and that's not gonna calm the crowd down no. also we don't know how far into the set he was like if he's if he's like three minutes in and he has to resort to this yeah. it's gonna be a long set yeah, he ended up uh, walking, he like threw the mic down and walked off. But it was like you, you were talking about, you got to be like shocking to get the the room back and the control back. But usually that line is something like, you know, the, the classic line of, I don't, do I come to your job and knock the dick out of your mouth? Oh, shit. So, like, oh, it's something was, like oh. that. You know, it's yeah. like you, it's you not- give them a loaded question. You know, you, you stop, uh, 
you stop like a you wouldn't say this but you would like did you stop beating your wife which implies <laughs> if you said yes you'd be like yes i did stop beating my wife or no i haven't stopped beating my wife so you can't win in that question yeah you like you you take it back that way you don't just say the, racial things you, you know? just don't disparage a group of minorities with, no. with, with the word that by far does the most harm to them but yeah. you know what? He's bounced back. I saw at Target, there's a Kramer Funko Pop. So Michael Richards is now getting <laughs> that Funko Pop money. So good for him, I guess. Uh, yeah, he, he went on other shows, in, including uh, Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson to apologize. He also appeared on uh, a guest on Jackson's syndicated radio show. And uh, some, they were like, uh, we do not accept your apology. <laughs> <laughs> do you know if he still does stand up or if, if he does i think he's quit since then <laughs> i would Which i do and i heard i heard like when he did do stand but wasn't that good again th- that that's what i heard from other people but also i don't know for sure if he had done stand up previously like sometimes you're an actor and then you do stand up and you know it's and you headline over people who have been doing stand-up for 10 years yeah like michael richards is not going to go and be the middle guy at a comedy show no he's going to headline you know it's like i think if you were in the louisville comedy scene uh in the year 2010 everybody opened for the mom from american pie yeah yeah uh what's uh jennifer Jennifer. yeah we all opened for her at one point or another um and i I had a similar thing where I worked with a headliner and this was a guy, he was like 45 white guy. And he said the inward on stage and it was not the, the hard R it was like in a joke, uh, you know, pretending to pretending to be a gangster person. Uh, and then like, you could feel the, the room go, you know, like, (laughs) but then he kept going with the joke. So I, he didn't, he didn't give it time to just sit there but I remember people after the show being angry about it. They were, they were black people in the audience being like, Hey man, you were funny and you don't have to resort to saying certain things. And it's, it's, I don't know. It was one of those things where it made me rethink of like that word ruined those people, that people's night. Yeah. And it's not fun. The whole point of going to a comedy show is to have fun, you know? And you can do, and you can do racial material without being racist like i've done some things that that are kind of on the line that black people have loved and they thought it was fucking funny Mm -hmm. and it's all about like how you word things and how you need to make yourself somehow the butt of the joke if you're gonna do that thing like Mm -hmm. you don't want to judge like a group of people be like i saw this group of black people over here doing this you got to say like here's my interaction and here's how i look stupid and here's i'm the nerdy white guy like it's the joke has to be on you and it's yeah and the, the, this thing that he didn't even have to say the end where he could have said the white guy and just been like hey dog or whatever like yeah like it had no it wasn't a word that ma- made the joke explode and be better it was just <laughs> i don't like know he... why he had to say it <laughs> why why was it open, <laughs> was it an open micer or was it just no, like this was a headliner at a paid headliner at a club oh damn weekend damn uh, yeah yeah okay. this this guy had been doing it for 20 years wow and, and maybe he had done this joke for 10 and times maybe 10 years changing. ago it was like oh it was funny because he said it but then times change dude you know yeah. like we we're in a post michael richards 
world. <laughs> Uh, here's one that I didn't even think about when I was doing, uh, came up with the, the idea for this, but, and I wouldn't call this guy a, a comedian per se, like a stand up comedian, but you're familiar with, uh, Logan Paul, Gavin. Of course. Yes. Guy. You're, aren't you going to box him here pretty soon? I'm going to box him. Uh, yeah, it's going to be good. I'm going to, uh, yeah, he's just a really nice guy. He is <laughs> not at all a giant chode. He just seems like a really good dude. Uh, he faced a fiery backlash after he posted a video in, that included a suicide victim. He was filming in Japan's, uh, I don't know how to say this word, so I'm just going to say the other phrase for it, the suicide forest. He yeah. went to the suicide forest. Yeah, they uh, made a movie about it. It's like a place in Japan where people go and they just kill themselves. Yeah. And it's, it's supposed to be like super haunted and like super messed up. And I remember when that video came out, the video is literally called We Found a Dead Body. It's Stand By Me YouTube <laughs> version. And it was, it's, I, I watched the video. It got pulled down from YouTube a bunch, but it was just them going in the forest and they find this guy who had hung himself. And there's just this Japanese man hung there and they're like, shit there's a body well what did you expect you're <laughs> yeah. in the suicide forest <laughs> yeah. well, it'd be it'd be shocking if you didn't find somebody <laughs> and they're just cracking like jokes about this guy who's dead and it's like he's right there yeah, yeah. he's haunting this forest he can hear everything you're saying and and maybe this video is the way his family is finding out that he's dead yes they're all logan paul fans <laughs> I would oh shit did you see him on the logan paul video <laughs> like if my when, when my dad passes away i hope to fuck logan paul doesn't tell me <laughs> <laughs> hey uh gavin uh got some bad news for you bud. and then right after like, we box i'm gonna tell you <laughs> like he'd probably do in like a prank way like we could go to a, a hibachi grill and he's like and the hibachi chef's like has a shirt that says your dad's dead Be like <laughs> what was this prank <laughs> We got you, dude. What, now eat your chicken. It? Chicken lo mein. Uh, yeah, yeah, he said it was, quote, he's, this dude, it was 22-year-old at the time. Uh, but again. So young. Young, but he yeah. said it was, quote, supposed to be a fun vlog. You're at the suicide <laughs> forest, dude. You're not at King's Island. It's yeah. a suicide forest. Uh, so Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad tweeted, how dare you discuss me? can't believe that so many people young people look up to you so sad you're pure trash plain and simple suicide is not a joke go rot in hell so <laughs> logan paul apologized later i never faced criticism like this before well you're 22 okay i never <laughs> made a mistake like this before so do you think like somebody in his team was like don't do this and he was like that's exactly why i'm gonna upload this to get this heat I think so, because he had done other videos before this that were like really, really like offensive. Because once this video came out, people started going back and watching his other videos. And there's one where he's like waving at his fans from like a balcony. And then like, he looks like he's been shot and like blood hits the window. And all his fans are like, did, did we just watch Logan Paul get executed? <laughs> and it's like, what is the joke? What is the prank? You're like, oh, I wasn't executed. I made all of you really, really sad and traumatized for a while. 
I tricked people that liked me into thinking I was dead. <laughs> so they like me more. Yeah. He's just, I, I think he's kind of gotten away from it now because he's now more focusing on like boxing and maybe he's grown as a person. I, I don't know. I know he still run, runs his mouth against like Floyd Mayweather and all that back and forth stuff. But on his team, they probably honestly encouraged it he, because his team was like all his friends and his brother. Yeah. And they're like, go out there, do it. It'll be so cool. It'll show like you're you're uh going out in the world you're exploring places but before they went to the suicide force he was just being super shitty in japan too like but before he went to suicide force he did a whole vlog in japan where he's like making fun of like how the fish smells and like just being really shitty to like the the japanese people there the culture overall probably yeah the the culture overall so it wasn't just he did this thing he it wasn't like he just filmed the dead body this this was like he was shitty and for a week leading up to filming a dead body yeah and he's uh richer than you and i will ever be i know i love that video where he apologized because it's like you see the fucking biggest house in the background He's like, I'm really sorry. I've never faced this criticism while you see like a chandelier that's more than any of us will ever afford in the background. Like, I'm just really sorry. I, I don't know how to do it. You see like a stripper in the background, like getting crystal poured on her boobs. <laughs> like this, I really feel for him. He really needs, he just needs to grow up a little bit. He just yeah. doesn't know better. I just, uh, my dream has always been able to afford a chandelier so big that if it were to follow me, like in the movie Clue, I would die. <laughs> that's my goal. So far, all I have is like a few inset lighting. And if one of those light bulbs hit me, it's not going to do anything. Yeah, I have some uh, lights held up on my ceiling with some uh, uh, command strips. So <laughs> if one of those falls on you, they'd be like, it was, it was, Miss, it was Colonel Mustard with the command strip light. <laughs> uh, I, here's just a rapid fire of blackface. Uh, Sarah Silverman, Tina Fey, Jimmy Kimmel, Ted Danson, Jimmy Fallon, and Tina Fey. I don't, I don't think she did it, but she had four episodes of Thirty Rock pulled because it featured blackface. Four episodes. Yeah, Stephanie and I recently watched through the entire series again, and we're like, Stephanie's like, "Where's the Oprah episode? Because that's like one of the really good episodes." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, blackface, blackface, <laughs> yeah, blackface." And they also removed one too that I was like watching where Tracy Jordan uh, goes to like a domestic battery shelter and he wants to show like his new movie hard to watch, but he shows like the clumps instead. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what was, I don't know if there was blackface in that episode, but it, it, it has also been pulled. Uh, okay. Yeah. So like, and I think all these people have a, since apologized, but it's, you know, uh, Jimmy Fallon, like, can you just imagine just happy go lucky Jimmy Fallon? Like he was being Chris Rock on SNL. But it was just like let's just let's paint this up dude up to be black like well he also did on the he he did Carl Malone on the man show no that's Jimmy Kimmel oh Jimmy Kimmel oh Jimmy yeah. Fallon uh, too too many Jimmies too, so yeah. yeah so I Jimmy Fallon like I hey guys I'm like the most unoffensive guy blackface hey uh, let's play uh, beer pong while we wear blackface. <laughs> Oh, it's so sick, so sick! All right, we, we gotta shake our we we gotta shake our gloves and hat off. All right, but in blackface. <laughs> uh, but Jimmy, please have me on your show. <laughs> uh, we got two more. And we'll wrap it up. Bill Maher drew uh, a bevy of backlash from public and media alike when he casually used the N word during a taping of his show Real Time while filming a live episode in 2017. He was speaking with Senator. Uh, ben Sass of Nebraska, the comedian, described himself 
as being a house blank mm. uh, hard ER. Because the guy was like, yeah, you come out and I watched the part of this clip. You come out and we'll work in the fields. And he was like, oh, Senator, I'm a house blank. <laughs> I love that the sentence starts with, oh, Senator. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a house blank. Like, the, I mean, Bill, Bill Maher knows that his show is mostly probably watched by liberal people. Who would not like to hear that word? I think most people don't like to hear that word. And you could just feel the air get sucked out of the, the whole segment when he said that. Yeah. And then I, because that, that, that's what I remember as well. And like Bill Maher, I like him for as what he does. I've never really seen his stand up. I liked Religious. I like a Real Time when I watch it. But you would think that he would know better. Mm-hmm. Like he, he gains nothing from making that joke. He gains yeah. nothing. Again, the, the level of funny versus what the how people react to that joke doesn't it doesn't more in it. And like I understand what the joke was. Like yeah. I, I get it. It's just not good at all. Yeah, it just uh, it didn't it didn't make anything better. Made everything now, worse. And even if it made better, I don't know that they should have used the word in the first place, you know. Like, <laughs> The N-word has never saved a bit or a show. It's never, it, it has never made anything better if you're a white person. Yeah, unless you're performing for a group of firefighters, apparently. <laughs> and, and they need to hear it or else their evening is not made. And I want to clarify that both Gavin and I agree that all firefighters are racist. No. <laughs> I'm just joking, clearly. Just a joke. That thin red line is not black. <laughs> uh, Russell Brand. Uh, the world was shocked and appalled at the events of September 11th, 2001. But Russell Brand has never been one to avoid offending people the very next day. So on 9-12, the comedian, then working as a presenter for MTV, turned up to work dressed as the Al-Qaeda founder Osama bin Laden. uh he was fired two days later so it was it was spirit day okay it was spirit day at work he didn't know who to choose and he he had to he had a plan for weeks and you can't throw out a whole cosplay yeah you you can't do that he had invested money in it so i get it yeah i don't know what why would you just why would you readily have the stuff available for an that's what i was gonna say where do you like how do you just get an osama bin laden costume going like obviously you have the beard but yeah. was was he in Europe at that time? I think that was over in, in uh yeah. Okay, because I, I would be like, you can't go out and buy that. Everything was closed on September yeah. 12th. Like everything was like we we just shut down for like a week. We're yeah. like, we're not going to work anymore, no more school. We got 9-11. What do you we- mean all the costume stores are closed? <laughs> I'm trying to film a bit here. <laughs> I'm trying to Spirit Halloween was not in the spirit to help you be racist. Yes. Just so bizarre, like just him. Anybody, even if you dress up as Osama bin Laden today, nobody <laughs> is going to be like, "Hey, that's that's great." You know, do that. Yeah, I just it, it doesn't make any sense. And you work for MTV, you have a good gig. Stop losing jobs over shitty racism. Yeah, yeah. So that's this episode was comedians that quote went too far. 
All right, uh, right now I'd like to go too far and tell you about what I really think of gypsies. All right, yeah. <laughs> they will curse you, and it's not. They good. will make you thinner. We've all seen the <laughs> Stephen King movie, <laughs> and not read the book, of course. We've seen the movie, and their crystals they sell do not work. Uh, and uh, as uh, Borat says, "Give me your tears, gypsy." <laughs> Borat. <laughs> Uh, so Gavin, please plug your, uh, your Gavin Loves Horror on YouTube. Yeah, I do a fun thing on YouTube called Gavin Loves Horror, where I talk about horror movies. I do horror reactions to trailers. Uh, I've got a video that I'm planning on doing uh, coming up about CM Punk's horror debut in The Girl on the Third Floor, which it came out a few years ago. CM Punk's real big into coming back to wrestling right now, so I decided I'll watch his movie and see how it is. And if you want to check out that, that review, it'll be up soon on Gavin Loves Horror. Um, and then, yeah, also you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Gavin Horror. I post uh, fun photos of uh, behind-the-scenes stuff in my videos. And you can always be there to get updated on my latest stuff. So that is Gavin Loves Horror. And I would love if you subscribe to that. Yeah, go subscribe. It's a, it's the very least you could do, listener. It's very good. I want you to go too far and subscribe and then tell a friend to subscribe. Weren't go you, too far. Weren't you, Gavin, you're, weren't you going to go to Japan and film some videos? Yeah, I think we're going to go to Japan <laughs> pretty soon. And I hear there is actually like a park or something yeah. where... <laughs> this is the very spot where Ga whatever his name is, Logan this Paul. This is where, holy shit, we're in this spot where Jake Paul found a dead body. <laughs> holy shit. Can you believe we're here? Can you believe this is where Jake Paul stood when he found that deceased man who killed himself due to mental health issues? Holy shit, I can't believe we're here. I can I can hear the subscribers just starting to tick up right now, Gavin. <laughs> and then I'm gonna do a prank where I invite my 300 subscribers uh, to meet me, and then I'm gonna fake my own death. <laughs> uh, I I can help with that. <laughs> okay, good. I need you to be the gunman and make them really sad, and then I'll pop out of a cake. And then it, it turns out the 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 gun wasn't loaded with a uh, it was uh, blanks, but you're gonna get shot the way that guy did in the crow. <laughs> oh no no <laughs> and then i'll make a video i'll be like what's up everybody i'm on the set <laughs> what's up everybody be sure to like and subscribe smash that like button <laughs> turn the bell icon on right now i'm gonna shoot my friend by quote-unquote accident here we go <laughs> welcome to the jamie kennedy experiment <laughs> you've been x <laughs> thanks for being on the show man thanks, thanks for having me love it <laughs>